and welcome to Euractiv's Agri-Food Podcast. I'm Natasha Foote. And I'm Gerardo Fortuna. And here's your weekly update on all things agriculture and food in the EU from Euractiv's Agri-Food News Team. Our top story of the week. Struggling to cope with the fallout of the COVID-19 outbreak, countries across the EU are increasingly considering turning to protectionist measures, promoting national agri-food products and discouraging imported products. However, such measures have not been welcomed by the Commission, who said that they are concerned about the effect this may have on the free movement of goods and services in the internal market. A Commission spokesperson told Euractiv that they are very vigilant and closely monitoring any reports of blockages in the single market. They warned that, in case such measures are not brought in compliance with EU law, the Commission could resort to tools such as launching infringement proceedings against non-compliant member states. One of the strongest examples of such a protectionist response to the outbreak is in Bulgaria, where the Deputy Prime Minister has proposed a ban on imports of foreign food products. They're also discussing imposing rules which would mean that supermarkets are obliged to reserve one half of their shop floor exclusively for food produced in Bulgaria. This is a trend we're also starting to see elsewhere in the EU, with similar sentiments echoed in the Czech Republic, Germany, Austria, Greece and also in France. This is just one response to help the struggling EU agri-food sector in the wake of the coronavirus outbreak. Now Gerardo will tell you about the ways in which the EU Commission is looking to support the sector. Yes, because the European Commission gave in to the pressure from member states, MEPs and the agri-food industry on Wednesday, announcing exceptional market measures after having said less than a week ago that there wasn't enough money left for the deployment of such measures. So the Commission proposed this short-term package made up of three delegated acts and nine implementing acts. And all of them needs to be approved by the member states in the coming days. And the package includes some support measures set up in the Common Market Organization Regulation, which is considered the safety net for, for farmers in case of market crisis. And the package also includes the highly demanded private storage aid uh, for dairy and meat products. Uh, the so-called PSA, which is a traditional form of public intervention in the agri-food sector, and it consists of uh, removing temporarily products from disrupted markets with the aim of reducing a short-term supply and restoring a certain balance in the long term. Uh, normally, PSA is triggered in periods of low prices in order to put the product back on the markets when prices recover. And you'll find all the details about quantities and maximum amounts uh, proposed by the Commission on your active. But it's quite interesting to see that was also a PSA for sheep meat, which has not been practiced in the last 20 years. But you know that lamb market is one of the most affected by COVID-19 as it heavily relies on the horeca sector. So what, what happened was... Uh, we also said that last week we opened the podcast saying that the Agriculture Commissioner Janusz Pociechowski told MEPs that the current budget for PSA and, and other market measures was too tight, so there was no money left. But then all 27 agriculture ministers agreed on, on Friday, last Friday on a joint statement for activating the PSA and, and other measures. And on the same day, MEPs in the Agri Committee wrote a separate, separate letter to Wojciechowski asking the Commission to directly intervene in the agricultural markets. Uh, so the Commission gave in and proposed the short-term package, although the market measures put forward are not exactly the same as those demanded in the previous days, 
for instance, the ministers asked for exceptional measures mm -hmm. against market disturbance, uh, which are normally triggered to cope with significant price rises or falls, uh, while mm -hmm. MEPs were calling on making use of the emergency reserve for farmers. And the Commission came up with different ideas. And also the budget for these measures is quite small too. So it's definitely something to keep an eye on in the next days. But it's not just the economy that needs protecting during these trying times. Mounting concerns for the health of workers in the agri-food sector has prompted stakeholders to call for stronger measures for their protection. Last week, 30 organisations co-signed a joint statement calling for urgent measures and structural reforms to address the impacts that the novel coronavirus pandemic has had on EU agriculture and agri-food workers. It called on the Commission to address this as a matter of urgency. In other news, according to a study published by the European Commission this week, agri-food and drink products whose names are protected by the EU as geographical indications offer a clear economic benefit for producers in terms of marketing and increased sales. The study concluded that the sales value of a product with a protected name is on average double that than for similar products without certification. Geographical indications are designed to protect the names of specific products to promote their unique characteristics linked to the geographical origin as well as know-how embedded in the region. And also expectations are high for the updated multi-annual financial framework proposal that the Commission will put forward next week. And the entire agri-food sector called on keeping post-2020 common agricultural policy spending at least at its current level in value, avoiding further cuts. So you might remember that although agricultural spending still represents the lion's share of the EU's long-term budget, uh, the CAP's proposed allocation for, for, for the next program, for the next MFF, was lower than the current one. With big cuts, in the, particularly in the rural development support, the so-called um, second pillar. And this downsizing of the bloc's main farming subsidies program was highly criticized by the entire agri-food sector. And lastly, a good news for the fan of the farm-to-fork strategy, the new EU-food policy, because European Commission Vice President Franz Timmermans assured MEPs that strategy might be delayed by several weeks, but no longer. The question of whether to delay the farm to fork strategy has been heavily debated in the past few weeks. Uh, Farmers Association Copacogeca called for further postponement. Uh, the centre-right party EPP shared the same view, while NGOs are pushing to present it as soon as possible. But this statement from Franz Timmermans is also our quote of the week, and we are listening it from his voice. We will not move back on biodiversity. Let me again repeat, I said it. Uh, biodiversity farm to fork initially end of april we might be a couple of weeks later but certainly not months i just want to for the record to to repeat uh, that now for the agri-food news from the capitals this week starting with romania where seasonal workers from romania who flew to germany for work have raised concerns about the conditions they are working and living in saying that hygiene and social distancing rules are not being respected. In the UK, to save fields of asparagus and strawberries threatened with rotting, Britain is chartering flights to bring workers from Eastern Europe to save its crops. In France, while farmers have been complaining that they are unable to work with the usual seasonal workers, thousands of French candidates have come forward following the call from the Minister of Agriculture. In Croatia, during a meeting with President Milanovic, 
the head of the Croatian Chamber of Agriculture, Djokovic, highlighted the importance of strategic stockpiling and job creation during the crisis. A representative of the Croatian Farmers Association warned that farmers would be hit hardest by the coronavirus crisis and expressed dissatisfaction with the government's measures for family farms and small farm businesses. And we move to Germany, where Agricultural Minister Julia Klöckner wants a further residency extension for seasonal agricultural workers. Although the German government increased the length of time that seasonal workers are allowed to stay in the country in early April, Klöckner fears that this might not suffice to safeguard the food supply. In Italy, Interior Minister Luciana Lamorgese confirmed that the government is considering regularizing illegal migrant workers in the agricultural sector to cope with the problem of harvesting the fields. However, her functional approach to such a sensitive matter was criticized as she said the provision must only affect illegal migrants needed at this moment. And lastly, in Poland, the Ministry of Agriculture is considering how to encourage Ukrainian workers to come to and stay on Polish farms. According to the regulations adopted under the so-called anti-crisis shield, the process for allowing foreigners to stay in Poland has been simplified, enabling them to legally stay in Poland even after the expiry of the visa and work during the epidemic. On our radar this week, on the 28th of April, the European Parliament's Agri-Committee will meet where they will vote on transitional regulation for the Common Agricultural Policy. On the 29th of April, a new proposal for the EU long-term budget will be announced. This week, the AgriFood podcast is produced by Euractiv's AgriFood team, Gerardo Fortuna and Natasha Foot. Be sure to subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss the latest agricultural news from the EU. I'm Gerardo Fortuna. Thanks for listening and see you next week.